Welcome to How to Have Fun at Work. My name is Lynn Parker and I spent years doing something I was good at, but not having any fun. Then one of my clients told me that women aren't funny. So I created Funny Women and the rest is history. In this podcast, I talk to guests from both comedy and business. They have a lot more in common than you would ever imagine. Today is all about collaboration. Now, I'm particularly interested in how we can collaborate from a business perspective and finding ways to communicate more effectively, understand each other better, and particularly across the gender divide. I believe that humour really helps in this process and that we communicate memorably and effectively if we're freed up for a bit of fun in the workplace occasionally. That may sound mad coming from me, but comedy is a serious business. Now, in the true spirit of collaboration, I have got two amazing guests who have previously worked with me before to comic effect, if I recall rightly. The story revolves around a sparkly jumpsuit, I seem to remember. Isn't that true, Keith? I am delighted that after all the hard-hitting business topics which we covered, you remember me for the sparkly jumpsuit. Yeah, that's, that's how comedy works. <laughs> <laughs> but it is true, yes, like yes. it is true. So on that note, let's talk about you, Keith, and introduce you. So welcome. Um, Keith joined the Royal Bank of Scotland as the office junior in 1986, which makes it a very long time. And you came straight from school and he's still there, which is amazing. Mm. He's had many roles in local branches, including teller, supervisor, customer advisor, personal mortgage advisor, and he moved to the business banking team in 2011. He is now one of the bank's business growth enablers, providing support and information to businesses, along with organising events in his local area of East and Midlothian and the beautiful Scottish borders. In addition to his day job, Keith is also an experienced radio presenter. I knew there was something about you, Keith. And he has worked on hospital, online and commercial radio for the last 20 years. Now, Keith, you might end up interviewing me, so but it's very lovely to have you here on my turf this time. Welcome. Thank you. And it's ab absolutely beautiful to be here. Now we've had a bit of fun, haven't we, working together? We have. I mean, let's 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 talk about the sparkly jumpsuit. We certainly have. So this this all came about. We've worked together a few times. Delighted to say, the very first time we worked together, it was face to face. It was pre-COVID, and we had a fantastic session in our bank's office in St Andrews Square um, as part of Funny Women, and it was just superb. It was a very very interactive session. And we decided to do another one and then COVID took over. Yeah. So last year we did another fantastic session, but this time it was through Zoom, as everything has been over the last 12 months. Um, and I can't remember the exact reason this came about, but I did make the comment. I think it was to do with something that one of the speakers was talking about. And I did make the comment that maybe the next time I hosted a session, I would wear the sparkly jumpsuit. Uh, it was indeed Joe who mentioned the sparkly jumpsuit because we were talking about the Edinburgh Fringe, which is indeed where we were when we all worked together in the, in the offices mm -hmm. in 2019. So all comes full circle. It so, does indeed. 
So, Joe, sparkly jumpsuit aside, which was going to be her outfit for the Edinburgh Fringe last year, but it didn't happen. Um, let me let me introduce Joe. So, joining joining Keith, fellow Scott, Joe is a journalist, editor, playwright, and stand-up comedian. By day, she is editorial manager at an independent publishing house and content specialist, overseeing more than 50 publications a year, as well as major events, awards, digital and video products. By night, and in normal times, she performs stand-up around the UK and overseas and delivers comedy and writing workshops. As if that doesn't leave us breathless enough, Jo has also co-founded and run a physical theatre company, sings in various function bands, styles wigs, sews kilts, and has trained as a puppeteer. You name it, she's probably given it a go. Welcome, Joe. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Time off my wig trimming shuttle. Yes, I'm very fascinated by the wig, the wig styling. Um, is there is there anything else that you haven't that you want to tackle that is not already on that list? What 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 is the what's been the most fun? Comedy or kilts? <laughs> oh, comedy! <laughs> a long, long shot. There's nothing. I worked at a kilt hire shop, so every Monday you'd get the kilts back from wedding hires, and it was a fairly horrific experience. So, Ooh. <laughs> comedy! Ooh, yeah. Fun. <laughs> I uh, now I'm intrigued. I want to know what was so horrific about the returning kilts, but <laughs> <laughs> not sure you do. <laughs> Keith, Keith may well know, but he's. He prefers a sparkly jumpsuit. So you still, it was indeed meant to be your uh, outfit, wasn't it? It was something you were going to wear on stage. It was, yeah. I had I was preparing for my first um, solo show, which is based around Eurovision, which I'm obsessed with. And I'd bought an incredible sequin jumpsuit uh, to wear in it. And then we shut down. So I just wore it to everything, <laughs> online Zoom calls and everything, and brought it up at any occasion. And when, yeah. when we're set free properly, I will wear it to everything and we're still getting your money's worth out of it now so that's good so keith let's bring it back to business what do you consider to be a real collaboration real collaboration from my point of view working for a bank collaboration can be internal collaboration or external collaboration now Mm. In the past, we have worked together, and I would use that as a really good example of external collaboration. So we're bringing people in from out with the bank, and we're offering our customers something a little bit different, something that there's nobody in the bank could run the session that you run through Funny Women that can bring the experience of comedy and add it into business and demonstrate to our customers how the two are interlinked, but also using fantastic tips from the world of comedy to influence their decisions and the way they act in the world of business. So that is the the external collaboration piece for myself. Internally, Royal Bank of Scotland, who I work for, part of the NatWest Group, is a massive organisation with numerous different departments. And on a daily basis, we collaborate across different departments. I work in business banking. On a regular basis, I will collaborate with our colleagues in branch banking or premier banking, but also the massive behind-the-scenes effort that goes on with every organisation, keeping our customers safe, secure, all the different departments that are are form part of our head office. There's internal collaboration on a daily basis with, with all those people. That's a really great and clear way of talking about it from a business perspective. Thank you, Keith. What about you, Joe? Um, 
I think that there's so many ways to look at a collaboration. I mean, almost everything I do in every sphere of my life involves collaborating with people. And But I think that looking at it through the prism of comedy is quite a good way to start. Because I think, you know, when you see like a really amazing comedian on stage and they say something and you think, oh, I just wouldn't have thought of it that way. And it's such a delightful feeling. Isn't it? I, that's what really you know, surprises the laugh out of you. I think any good collaboration is, is like that. You know, you're bringing all sorts of different skills and somebody says something or just does something in a way that you wouldn't have considered that's what makes a genuinely good collaboration to me a real collaboration is bringing together all sorts of different skill sets and ways of thinking to 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 make something happen now like a lot of the discussions i've had already with with other guests i i'm like to check in with you about whether you think collaboration is process driven which it probably is in a lot of respects within a banking environment and is it or can it be a creative exercise? Keith? I think it absolutely can be a creative exercise. And in a lot of occasions, it is a creative exercise. Um, again, both internally and externally, you can have a bit of both. A good collaboration, there's always a little bit of process behind it, I think, because we need to know what we're trying to achieve from the collaboration. So. It's good to have some process there or else it's very easy for collaboration to go completely off the rails and take you down a road that you do not want to go down. Um, but it needs to be creative as well. You need, when you're collaborating, to bring in people to think about things in different and challenging ways and not be afraid to challenge other people's views, thoughts, etc. I think the best form of collaboration is a mixture of both process-driven and creative. And that way, you need to go into these things with an open mind, but you may well get an outcome that was nowhere near what you anticipated at the beginning of it. That, that sounds very much like writing a comedy set to me. <laughs> I have no experience of that. <laughs> well, it can be arranged. But Joe, would, jo, would you say that that is almost like a mirror of how people go into to writing creating comedy yeah absolutely that's really a creepy brilliant asset you should give it a go <laughs> yeah absolutely I mean it's it's very easy to, to think well it depends on the outcome you know what's what's going to happen there but I think any there has to be a process behind it like you say Keith I think a lot of uh, creative things fall down where there isn't a process behind it if you haven't really got that that, that business sense behind it but I think creative thought has to come into every process I do think you know I think about I started a theatre company when I was 21 with two other 21 year olds and didn't have a clue um, and saw lots of other people doing the same thing who kind of fell by the wayside because they didn't think about the process of just how it worked so you know I worked with all these brilliant creative people who knew how to do the arty bit but I had to go and learn how we opened a business bank account which was with the Royal Bank of Scotland um, <laughs> you know and just um you know figure out how we registered as a limited company and all those things so you know just yeah it, it has to be both really I think doesn't it you're listening to how to have fun at work brought to you by funny women and hilarious I think in the spirit of collaboration you have to let your mind run free sometimes and actually just you know particularly if you're with a group of people and as you say when you were starting out with two other people there's got to be that 
how are we going to do this and let's think about it and discuss it. But then it is when you have to go through the practicals of, as you say, setting up a bank account, how are you going to promote yourself? That is where the, you know, you also then need to bring other collaborators in who know how to do all of that. And presumably, Keith, you get loads of requests from your customers who are looking to collaborate with other people. Do you... Do you introduce them to each other? I presume you, I know you do. I don't know why I'm asking you really, but but, but yeah. But I mean, it, that that is essential, isn't it? Really, in terms of of business these days. Absolutely, very much so. Uh, my job, as I describe it to a lot of people, is actually to signpost customers mm. to other sources of help and and collaboration. And sometimes that's other people within the bank, but sometimes it's with external sources as well. Because one of the things that a lot of business owners will come to realise is they don't know the answer to everything. A lot of them start out thinking they do, but as time goes on, and the best businesses learn from this, is that they don't actually know everything. So the clever people then seek out people that can help them. Now, whether that's myself, and I might be able to help directly, or I might be able to introduce them to somebody else who can, then that's a big part of my job. And again, that from my point of view, is something that's very enjoyable because I'm adding value to the business either directly or indirectly, but I'm helping the business owner grow, survive and overcome a problem through collaboration. And you do it all so brilliantly with a twinkle in your eye, Keith, which is the added bonus <laughs> in terms <laughs> of personality. I think there's, you know, the cult of the cult of personality is so important in business, isn't it now? And, you know, we that humour thing and being memorable and, you know, that's all part of the collaboration process as well. It is. And, you know, we were talking earlier about process-driven or creative. Um, It might surprise you and other people to know that I very much love a process. I I am more process-driven and like facts and figures than I am a creative person. At school, I never passed an art exam. I got 13 and 48% for art. Creation is not my strong point, but... A lot of people sort of think, you know, facts, figures, process can be very, very boring. I always try and do it with a smile on my face and, you know, make the most of it because it it can be boring, but it's what you make it. So again, for myself, you know, yeah, just try and be bright, try and be happy each day. And I always try and do that with everything that I do. Um, I would definitely say that you do. So that's brilliant. Um, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to come to you, Joe, and and I'm interested to know if you've got a a, a favourite story about a collaboration that uh, yeah, from find, your life. I find it really hard to come up with, you know, I was like, what's the best collaboration I've ever done? And I find it really hard to come up with one answer. I've been thinking about it quite a lot. And I think it's because everything I do is so collaborative. I think I assume you're not going to know what I mean here then when I say the the best ones that are always I think where you've created something where there's an end product where people are having a good time <laughs> so you know I mean you, you know comedy gigs or whatever you know I haven't put on lots of comedy gigs I've only organized a few because I found it really stressful <laughs> but you know, it was really nice when people were laughing but you know I've, I've produced theatre tours and I've produced big events for work I think um, the most exciting collaboration I've been part of recently-ish was uh, for work we put on a huge event uh, which took place over a weekend it was a big food festival there were 6,000 people came and it was you know it was the end of a 
absolutely enormous amount of work and collaboration between a lot of people and you know people just come in and they got their ticket and you they're wandering about and having a nice time and just to see that felt incredible for the whole weekend incredible you're like oh my goodness look look what we've done (laughs) this is amazing um and and that's I think the most satisfying thing I can't think of one example where I think oh I've that was the best collaboration I've ever done you know I just think anything where you come out with a satisfying end result where people have had a good time is the result of a good collaboration and just to relate it perhaps to a creative context as well I suppose from my experience collaboration is when I've brought a load of acts together or facilitators and we've collaborated to put on an amazing event um in the music industry it might be a a, you know a, a collaboration of different types of music and instrumentalists there's so many different examples what about you keith yes so i've been thinking about this and probably two examples one internal and one external Internally, and this is a sort of the banky one, if you like, when I was a mortgage advisor, my job really was to advise people on the best type of mortgage for them. And at that point, we were also you know, completing the application and giving the customers the, the decision face to face at that time. And I had a particularly complicated case. It was a customer who had seen their ideal home, but it wasn't a straightforward purchase due to their... Um, financial situation, but also the the type of property it was. It was a very complicated case. So in terms of collaboration, I had to speak to the surveyor, I had to speak to an underwriter, I had to rope in two or three different people as well. Um, But we had a great outcome for the customer. We managed to get the mortgage approved and they bought their ideal property. And they were just absolutely delighted with that. Um, And that was one of the the things I really enjoyed when I was doing mortgages is helping people to buy their, their ideal house. So that's the sort of the internal one. Externally, one of the big parts of my job is organising events. And the area that I work in, there's quite a big agricultural community. So every summer we, when we're allowed out, we, we do agricultural shows and the bank typically will have a marquee. Um, so we have a, a local one which fell to me to organise. So again, from a collaboration point of view, simple things that appear simple on the day, such as making sure you've got enough tables, chairs, tablecloths, catering, all that side of things, um, organising that side of things, dealing with you know outside private catering companies, as well as all the internal bank departments to make sure everything works. So that on the day people turn up and it looks like it's all running smoothly, like clockwork, everything's in the right place at the right time. But actually to get to that point, you know, even half an hour before we started, simple things like the hot water urn decided not to work. So sourcing a hot water urn at half past eight in the morning, things like that, which you know the public don't see, but through collaboration, everything appears, you know, like it's going like clockwork. But as I say, it's like the duck above the water, everything's serene. Underneath my wee legs, we're going like Billy or trying to sort this out. You don't see many hot water tea urns lying around, do you? No, I mean, no, 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 <laughs> not in the middle of a, a field. rarity. Yeah, the middle of a field. <laughs> This is How to Have Fun at Work with Lynn Parker, the founder of Funny Women. 
To find out how to have fun in your workplace, visit www.herlarious.co.uk. I'm really interested to uh, ask you both about what part you think humour plays in that what, that that whole communication of getting people involved, the, the teamwork thing. Joe, oh, so much. I mean, obviously, <laughs> but um, absolutely, just all the time. I mean, it's it depends on your role within it as well. I mean, I am an absolute clown, and I, I kind of always have been, and I. As I've kind of stumbled into a more professional role, I, I kind of found it a bit pointless to try and hide that. So, you know, I will make the stupid jokes and I will try and make people laugh because that's what I do. I mean, not if the situation doesn't call. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an actual idiot, but um, but yeah, I think just approaching things with a sense of humour really helps because not everyone does. And, that, and if that's your role and you can try and lighten things up, I think it can really help, especially in those, um, you know, dark nights of the soul where you're just, you know, the night before an event or, you know, you've lost your tea urn. <laughs> you know, to be able to laugh it off and think, oh, it's going to be fine and we'll get through it and, and know that you can, you can all laugh together. It just makes such an enormous difference. It's interesting. Uh, I don't know if you get the same advertising in the wilds of Scotland as you do, uh, as we do down here in the south of England. Uh, but the Nat West uh, ca- television campaign is humour-based. They're, they're funny ads. And it's interesting to see how quite a serious, uh, serious company, like a bank, is beginning to use humour in the context of promoting themselves. Keith? It is. We do get the adverts um, up here for, for NatWest. Again, it depends on which channel you're watching, but uh, we run different adverts for Royal Bank of Scotland, Ulster Bank and NatWest because each has its very own place in, in the market. But it is. The the humour, it's not something you would associate with a bank. And again, it's not something that would be used widely. have to be very careful about how and when humour's used. Um, going back, I always, as I say, like to have a smile on my face. Um, but there are circumstances, you know, maybe not so much in my current job, but certainly in previous roles, when you have had to break bad news to people, and we've we've all had to do it, where you know humour is not appropriate. But equally, wherever you can, yeah, absolutely use humour. Um, and in terms of collaboration. Doing something with a smile on your face, if you can have a little bit of a laugh when you're doing it, it always makes whatever you're doing just seem that little bit less painful if it's not a not particularly nice, if it's not a particularly nice job that you're doing. So, so you smile at your customers when you turn them down for the overdraft, do you? No, I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a time and a place. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I jest. I play with you, Keith, but, you know. If, if, you, if you ever saw Little Britain, we just resort to computer says no. Say no, yeah. Well, there you go. That did. I think that did the, <laughs> quite a, a bad profile for banks generally, didn't it? It did. Uh, but it, but there, there is an element of that as well. Um, so to round up, we're going to revert back to my favourite subject of how we all have fun at work. And I would really like... Just your thoughts on this or a top tip. Joe. 
me. Um, I think it's really important to make sure that other people around you are comfortable. It's really important to me. And I don't think that should be everybody's role. I've been thinking about this a lot recently because I've been reading a lot about kindness and women and how women are expected to be kind and that, you know, we take it on as a role because we want to make others around us feel comfortable. But I, I've really been examining that because kindness is really important to me. It's something that I put at the heart of what I do. Uh, and I had to really examine that and think, am I doing that just because I want people to like me and I want people to be happy? And I think that maybe, yes, I am. And I think that I'm okay with that. So I think making sure that everyone around me is comfortable and is okay means that we can then have a real laugh. You know, if everybody, if, if somebody is uncomfortable or not having a good time, then you can't really have fun you know you can you can be making jokes at other people's expense but that's not fun for everyone so if everyone is in a good place then we're all in a good place and we can really have a good time and just being yourself as well like I said I, I can't pretend that I'm not a blithering idiot you know <laughs> so I just have to do that you know and you know I can be I'm, I'm competent at my job I'm extremely competent at my job but you know I you know, I, I fall over chairs and I, I say stupid things and I'm, I'm happy with that. So, yeah, being happy with that and making sure other people are comfortable too. There's nothing wrong with a pratfall in the world of comedy. <laughs> Just as well. <laughs> <laughs> now, Keith, um, I have been in a room full of about 120 women and you. And here you are. <laughs> on a funny women podcast uh we haven't addressed the issue of a, of gender at all but it it doesn't matter and actually what was very interesting about that situation is that you don't even think about it if everyone's in that space together and they're having fun it you know you i have to say women have for years been the only woman in the room so it's very interesting i don't particularly need you to comment on that but i'm just it was interesting that we were all together in that space having fun. So how do you cope with that in an everyday working environment? Yeah, it's actually a really good point and something I'm happy to comment on because when I joined the bank back in 1986, my manager was male, the assistant manager was male and the supervisor was male. The three tellers were female. And that was the way it was in most branches back in 1986. However, I would say for the last 20 years, it's not something I've ever considered. I will say it was absolutely fantastic being in that room with all those women, but I didn't actually see it that way. I just saw myself as I was in that room with all those people. And that's the way I look at it now. I mean, my last three managers have been female. It does not bother me in the slightest as long as that person is capable of doing the job and certainly within the bank nowadays within the NatWest group you know our chief executive Alison Rose is female you know it's something we have a massive focus on um, diversity inclusion women in business is one of our key areas that we are you know very very keen to promote so in that respect yes we're doing a lot but I'm now at the stage as I say I see a person yes and in terms of collaboration, I would say top tip, just treat everybody as you would like to be treated yourself. What's so interesting about that, you say you see a person, when you just muck in and you get on with it and you don't go, oh, I'm not doing that because they're all women and I'm a man, you bring much more attention to yourself doing that than if you just, I was going to say, roll up your trousers. <laughs> 
<laughs> roll up your shirt sleeves and join in. But you could roll up your trousers. Be fun. <laughs> but, yeah, but interestingly, talking about that, on that occasion, all the women kicked off their shoes, if you remember, and everyone was sort of running around and having great fun. But, yeah, I think gender ceases to be relevant when you're all in a comfortable space. We don't even think, in, in an ideal situation, you don't even think about it. Yeah, I, I would agree completely. As I say, I think particularly over the last 10, 15 years, we've come a long, long way and long may that continue. I've only brought you on this podcast, Keith, to agree with me, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you've been a delight, both of you, as I thought you would. I, I'm very disappointed Keith hasn't worn a spa- sparkly jumpsuit, but maybe maybe we'll get him into one one day, Joe. You know, we're working. <laughs> when we hit when we hit the Edinburgh Fringe again, uh, then we'll have we'll have one lined up for him. Um, <laughs> you've both been amazing. Uh, where can we find you, uh, Joe? Where, where what are your handles? Um, if you go on <laughs> Twitter, you can find me at Glitter Joe. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> And just would, on on just on Twitter, you can find me in other places, but I'm very boring in other places. Whereas I'm scintillating on Twitter. <laughs> um, and Keith, where can we find you? And and tell us a little bit just before we go about the Rose Review. Yes, yeah, certainly. So you can find me at Keith Crombie One on Twitter. Are there more of you? <laughs> Worryingly, there are. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, at least you're number one. So that's yes, good. Yes, I, I was first. Um, also on LinkedIn, just Keith Crombie on LinkedIn. Um, and the Rose Review was commissioned in 2019. Alison Rose was asked to look into the, the whole issue of, of women in business. Um, and on the back of that, it was a government review that Alison Rose was asked to do. Uh, on the back of that, the, the bank made some very big commitments in terms of supporting women, both through events and also through lending. Um, and it's something that is still now at the front of our offering and something we've been very, very successful about. We've just opened up a, a new million pound fund for women in business to access through lending. So you'll find all the details on the NatWest or Royal Bank of Scotland websites. It's been very well publicised and indeed we, Funny Women has benefited from both of those things. So we we um, we bank with NatWest and we work with NatWest. So it's a very unique experience and it's been brilliant to have you both together again. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. You've been listening to How to Have Fun at Work with Lynn Parker. If you like us, please subscribe, review and share.